Welcome back, party people. You are listening to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at The Whatnots. It is Monday, May 10th, 2021, and that's right, you are getting two Crossplays this week because uh, we have an exciting guest here with us. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about Resident Evil Village uh, as well as some news about The Division. But let's get to our special guest here in just a sec. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Ignacio Rojas. Hey, how's it going? And Gino Viteri. Once again, thank you guys for having me. I'm the special guest here. <laughs> thank you so much. You wish. Yeah, you wish. Thank Gino. you, thank you, and thank you. No. And, and also Alan Busby. The long road, Alan Busby, mind you. <laughs> yeah, the long road. <laughs> no high road for him. Only no high road. road. Only the long one. Just the long. Just, just the, the long, long road. That's all you need. Just the long one. And as you just heard, our special our special guest, one of the hosts of E3 2021 and the co-creator of Kind of Funny, Greg Miller. Welcome. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here to accept Gino's apology for everything he's done yes. to me. Yeah. 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 Trying to drag my yes. reputation through the mud. Right. Ignacio knows. He's been the only <laughs> one here defending hey, Greg, me. Greg, I don't know if you saw my video response to Gino's video, but I'm there Team Greg. Team wow. Greg. Team Greg. See? Okay. He's the so winning team, team, Ignacio. Hey, good, you thing, good, th hey, good thing that's team cropped Greg. out. Just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, I told you not to grow it out. It just says reg. <laughs> All it says is reg behind him. I told you not to grow it out. Okay, so no, we're for real, guys. Thank you for being so much fun to uh, goof around with on the internet. Thank yeah. you, sure. And like that, that, that was like our our like mastermind plan of, um, of like if we put this out, I think he'll respond, and I think it's no. it's gonna be worth it. He might rip us to shred to sh to sh shreds, but I think it'll be fun. Don't even <laughs> let Kyle make you think that it was a plan that we were all in hoots. Kyle just threw that up. Like at least for me, I did. I I logged into Twitter, and all of a sudden yeah. I saw it, and I was like, "Oh God!" Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I didn't know. Kyle put know. it out. Kyle put it out, and I was like, "Maybe Greg will not see it on Twitter. I'll put it on the Reddit." <laughs> You guys so killed my phone. Yeah, that's where I caught nice. it too, right? Yeah. You Twitter's killed... too fast. Twitter moves too yeah, quickly. You killed my phone at work. My phone was literally dying, notifying me of every Twitter notification. My phone was like, I can't do this. It's funny because that morning uh, that Greg released the video where he attacked us all, um, <laughs> I. Not all. I... Not all. I, not, um, not, team Greg, not Team Greg, a leader over there. I was, I was just looking at notifications because the oh, wow. Simply Sassy video was, was coming out or whatever. And then I saw Greg on my notifications, and I, I noticed that I wasn't following him. And I was like, why? I've always followed Greg. That's so weird. I've, I've been following him for years. So I asked one of my friends, if somebody blocks you, does that also make you unfollow them? And they're like, yeah, that happens. And then an hour after that, he posted that video. And I'm going to be honest, Greg, I never would have thought this, like, it would have spot like sparred this entire thing that that now you're here talking to us. It's 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 really it's really awesome. I'm not gonna apologize to you because you're the one that attacked <laughs> me though. Um, so uh, I will say thank you though because it's been it has been fun. It has. Nah, been fun. thank you, thank you, thank all of you. No. Like that's the thing about this, right? And I think you know the stuff we always talk about with the kind of funny best friends and all that, right? Of like. It's not about being in some ivory tower, right? It's about making content and doing things with you and building the shows with you and building. I, and I think of personally like a video like that and, you know, a feud with a podcast as building content and making content. And like when oh, I yeah. saw the video, you guys were obviously so into it. And me and Gino had already gone back and forth. And obviously I know I know Ignacio so much like 
it was just a, a a fun goofy thing to get into and obviously then to, you know have the crossover with simply sassy too like it was just a, yeah. a great way to lift everybody and that's why like when yeah. i uh to get uh austin aka wwe superstar xavier woods on simply sassy right like he was the easiest pitch where i was like Hey, I'm feuding with these uh, this other podcast and the thing, and I'm going full heel. Can you go do this to screw over? He's like, I'm on it. Don't worry. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I got it. It was it was funny because we tried to double cross you with that too, where uh, they told me, Hey, uh, Xavier's going to be on the podcast. Do you want to do something? And I was like, Okay, um, let's make sure that he's Team Gino first of all. <laughs> and and the whole plan was because uh, he also is local to where I am, uh, so we were trying uh i don't know if this ever got to austin but we thought about it we thought about um him saying that he's team gino and then me being at his house and then (laughs) showing up behind him and taking over for that podcast but uh that never happened fortunately he was like please don't come to my house i'll let you know that we recorded an episode this saturday and we actually called it crossplay present Uh, no, the one that's present crossplay without Gino. Gino is back. No. So if you want to get us, us in Creed to be on the podcast, we'll happily delay it. <laughs> okay, great, perfect. Thank you. That's what I need. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, if you yeah. want, if you want, I can just, I can just crab Gino out of this episode. We can just have like breaks of silence, you know, when he talks. Well, you, Alan, you got to stop getting trophies. All right, I can't have you <laughs> getting true. even close that's to true. me, even trying to catch up to me. That's all true. right, you got to stay back. Where are you at now? Uh, I'm at 500, you know, near up against taking me a while. You know, I see your toys were yeah. private. Uh, somebody told me you were a coward and I was like, no, no, no. Ooh. I was like, no, Greg's reviewing something. They got to be private. You know, basically, you know, I was They're like, public again, everybody. That's calm right. down. That's you right. can get over there and see my 529. I had somebody say you were a coward for hiding your trophies. And I, I swiftly came to your defense and I was like, no, Thank no. It's like, you. no, no. He needs to have them on private. Don't it's worry. It's always interesting to people who don't get that. Yeah. Where it's like, well, Greg's trophies are private. I thought he loves trophies. It's, yeah, I'm clearly reviewing something that they don't, <laughs> that a part of the agreement is I don't show you my profile. Like, I'm just mad we're not friends on PSN. That that hurts. That hurts mm, everywhere. That's okay. right. That hurts I'm, everyone. I'm oh, I didn't realize it hurts everyone. No, no, no. It hurt, well, it hurt. No, I said it hurts everywhere. It doesn't yeah. hurt my oh, heart. Everywhere. It hurts me everywhere. Greg, we <laughs> used to be friends on PSN until you purge me out of your list with the greg miller industries purge yeah, yeah i had to remember wow. that was my I problem i still will not forgive you i, I think you, you I, No, you're, I you're one you of the most supportive problems. kind of funny best friends i think you forgave you forgave me a long time ago ignacio no i remember <laughs> i wanted to be the first person to max out their psn friends list yeah. in the world wow. i was and that broke countless games and experiences for me so yeah i had to hire snowbike mike a rock uh, who else? There was somebody. Oh, uh, Mike Doherty, right? Cheeks. Yeah. I brought. I paid them all to come sit in for a day. Kind of funny and just delete my PSN friends. Wow. And they did a really <laughs> bad job of it, and I had to do it for months afterwards as well. I, but eventually, yeah. I got it down to ninety people right now that I can actually oh. not get destroyed. I'll tell you what. The returnal notifications would kill me alone if I still had. Oh, I turned off all notifications. Greg, Greg, see, I, I like them. That was the thing is I like that kind of stuff. But it's like when I had two thousand friends, like. They would literally break right. games and the, not load things, yeah. and yeah, no. The only notification that I need on is trophy notifications. That's that's the only sure, one I need that's on. Fair. I respect that. Okay. I respect that. It's the only yeah, one that's yeah. on. You hop, you hop online. I don't know you're online. <laughs> if I pop a trophy. I'll know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So now, so Alan, do you platinum everything you play, or is it just try? You try to. Everything? Uh, just about. I try to, unless the game is like, you know, well, I I'd say unless it's so bad, but replicant's so bad, and I'm still. I, st- I still platinum it. I, okay. I, I, you know, 
it's hard to explain. I haven't always platinum games. Like if you go far down my trophy list, there's a lot of games I never platinumed. And then just sure. out of nowhere, my trophy obsession of just hearing you talk about them and collecting them and how hyped you were for trophies. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I want to, I'm doing this. If Greg's collecting trophies, then I'm, I'm going to do it. So where did I lose you for being a trophy whore? Why won't you buy the 99 cent and play it in 10 minutes <laughs> see, and you've got a platinum? See, that's the thing. You can you can idolize someone and be inspired by them, but you don't have to follow everything they say. You can see the so fault. just because you advocate trophies, I'm with you there a thousand percent. When this you, is like the down when, part of my behind when, the music, right? Where I'm, like, have, I'm heavy you, into drugs or something and throwing everything you away. Have the fo- somehow on your trophy list, you have Foxyland on the PS4 twice and yeah. the Vita. That's where I'm oh, like, yeah. you know what? You know what? My idol, he, I thought he was like perfect. Turns out there's a, once I zoom in, there's some blemishes here and there. Sure. Of course. You know what I mean? I, I either die the hero or live long enough to become yeah. the villain. I, I uh, did. Yeah. I did play one night stand and my name is Mayo one and two to get some easy plats to catch up to you. So I, what? I do, I do feel, I do feel a what? little naughty. My name is Mayo is that the, the, yep. this, oh, thing, right, this thing right here. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, for the, to be clear, thank you very much. There's, it's more coming too. Yeah. I don't, I'm allergic. I got allergies. No, okay, uh, one night stand, wall and easy platinum, wall and easy platinum. One night stand is a fun game. That was yes. one of the yes. The and Foxy Lane two, I remember liking as well. But like, Rattalika publishes a lot of crap that just puts platinum on it. But I do stand by uh, one night stand. That's true. My yeah. one night stand is a great game. But yeah, like I I did get a couple easy plats. I have two other easy play games on my list that I I got. But through my sheer pride, I just I can't play them yet or less. I less I feel dirty. See, I respect uh, it to a degree, but it's just I can't. I need to have it. And see, no, I, I but it's that part of me where it, and you understand. You guys understand, too, obviously, yeah. like as fast as it moves of like, I really like this game. Oh, shit. I got to review this other game. Like I have to put stuff down all the time. Yeah. And so I always feel heartbroken to have a game that I truly love and would love to platinum. But like, am I ever getting to get back to it? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And so I feel like I feel like those easy to the 99 cent plats or whatever the ones that like kind of like all right cool it's still giving me the forward momentum and I, progress i i i think my trophy list deserves it's okay i i have it's okay i have the persona 5 i believe royal i have the persona 5 plan that you don't so got you there sure there and you i have Good the job. final fantasy 7 remake a game that was unofficially the whatnots game of the year last year that i didn't like i platinumed it and greg miller wow. has not yeah, it no, would have been our game of the year. No, <laughs> it would have been our game of the year. Do you, no, you enjoy this game, right, uh, Greg? You enjoyed Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, I, I, yeah, we so, we voted that game but, of the year too, and I think yeah, I voted. Okay. I voted that was one of those I voted for. I we're think gonna, you yeah. said last time. Circle. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I got outvoted, but I I don't didn't argue that one. Like I I did enjoy yeah. seven. Yeah. Now, if Gino wouldn't be, wouldn't have been a coward, it would have been our game of the year. <laughs> we can circle back around to that. We can circle no. back around. So, what'd you vote for? You voted for last one. I did. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Miles Morales was the year. Right. It's a solid pick. What a great year. Exactly. What a great year for you. It really was. I feel like this one's going to be even better, too. Oh, you think so? I mean, every, every year so far has been a great year, you know, when, yeah, when, yeah. when we actually get, so. you know, the consoles. Before, before, <laughs> before we get into games, though, I do want to have a little bit of a conversation with you, Greg, about some other sure. stuff. Sure, please. I want to talk let's about. Get, let's bring it down. Let's get serious. Yeah. Let's, let's, okay. Well, not, this is not a serious conversation. This is more of a casual conversation. Okay. People okay. okay. come later so, this year's conversation. Yeah. I want to talk about food and drink right now. So I have a multi-part question for you. Oh, geez, okay. Uh-oh. Multi-part question. Easy questions to answer, but it is multi-part. Okay. So, number one in this multi-part question is, what is your favorite cocktail to order or make? If you make Interesting. Them? Fascinating question. Fascinating yeah. question. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think, you know, the knee-jerk would be old-fashioned because it's been around forever. But, yeah. in that, uh, granted, Hence this is name. also, I've been around forever, too. I would say, what, 
2018, December 2018, Jen and I started making, uh, again, Eric Castro, of course, world-famous bartender. He sent us his dirty martini recipe, mm. and we started making dirty martinis. And uh, we, had, we had been on quite the dirty martini kick for a long time, and then, of course, now she's pregnant. And so now, yeah. if you were asking me right now if I was going to go upstairs and make a cocktail, I could go right now for a dirty martini. A dirty martini. Yeah. I ask because I feel like you've mentioned old fashions before. Oh, my and, God, right. Uh, We've been drinking yeah. those for so long. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, coming off of our, our beef and stuff, I figured there could be stuff that we can bond over. You know? We can so, come back together. Okay, so, good. yeah, we can come back together. So, old fashions uh, came uh, to... I was introduced to old fashions through that movie, Crazy Stupid Love, uh, with okay, Ryan sure. Gosling and, uh, and Steve Carell. Emma Stone, Steve Carell. Yeah, Emma Stone. He made that old fashioned... <laughs> With the little squared and the little, you know, all that stuff. I was yeah, like, yeah. this is a really cool drink. It's like a show, and, yeah. Yeah, and then four years later, I tried an old-fashioned, right? Yeah. Uh, fell in love with them. Uh, and then as I've drank old-fashions over the years, this year, recent, this past year, uh, for some reason, just started throwing up with whiskey. What? Whiskey just started what throwing up. What a horror up. story. I know, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, is it because you're drinking so, 19 of them, or just like, because you so, just one? So here's the thing. I, I would drink... Uh, Old fashions, uh, mm. mix them with beer every once in a while, you know, and I would end up okay. throwing up. But sure. the 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 factor that stayed the same throughout all these throwing up nights was whiskey. So then okay. Okay. there was one one night where I tried to test it out. Let me drink a lot, right? Of not whiskey, but of something okay. else. So <laughs> I did it. Hammered. Yeah, I did it for that uh, charity stream that I did. That you 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 came in. You, yeah, if you remember, um, I drank like. 75% of Terramana tequila, right? I drank like, fif- nice, like 15 yeah. shots. Incredible drink. Yeah, Didn't really throw good. up. Didn't throw up at all. So I was like, I might be allergic to whiskey now. And I feel like, is that a I possibility? Wonder, yeah. I don't think that's an allergic reaction. No. I to, why am I throwing up only with whiskey? That's the thing. This is the weird thing. That, I, that I'm wondering. That's a weird... Yeah, that's a really... So here's what I want you to do. Make one old-fashioned tonight. Uh-huh. Just one. Have that. Okay, and then yeah. see if you throw up. Because maybe it's not even the... <laughs> well, you just said you drank a bunch. But I mean, maybe you're not like straight up allergic to whiskey. You just can't have a lot of whiskey. Whiskey. Specifically, yeah. that's so weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That is just do a shot of straight whiskey and see what happens to you. Yeah, do a, get yeah. your bourbon down here yeah. right now. Get in there. Yeah. Do a poll. Let's see what happens. Just do like well, the smallest now, shot. Like the smallest shot of whiskey. I actually recently got into soju. Have you ever tried soju? Oh, yeah. yeah totally. Soju is incredible. But That's yeah. an incredible drink. It's like I sake, if you've ever had sake. Oh. Uh, but it's, it's, just, it's rice wine. It's Korean, it's right? Yeah, it's yeah, Korean yeah. rice wine. Yeah. So, Often okay. it's like a, a flavored, like a fruit flavor. Like you'll get like a mango or something like that. So cool. uh, you mentioned Korean. That leads me into my next part of my multi-part question. Sure. Um, what is the best chicken wing you've ever had? And have you ever had a Korean chicken? Wow. Well, start at the end. The best. I'm sorry. Wow. Korean chicken wings. Yes, I have. Uh, I, we've, I remember as if you have a catalog of everything I've ever Instagram or tweeted about. Uh, we used to live right by Uma in uh, the Sunset in SF before we just moved. And that is a Korean spot. And they had dynamite chicken wings. And they had bet, uh, Korean fried chicken ones. They had soy and garlic ones. They actually, the chef. I'm not sure if he fully left or if he just has a side thing, but he's doing a thing called, I think, Bimbop. That's just delivery wings now that I've tried that are great, too. Uh, so, yes, love uh, Korean fried chicken and love uh, chick- uh, Korean fried chicken wings. Good. But the good. best wing I've ever had. Oh, see, that's that's a tough one right there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's always that thing of like, I never want it to be just that I am 
you know, thinking with nostalgic glasses. But I would say CJ's in Columbia, Missouri, obviously. And what I would say to back up CJ's in Columbia, Missouri, of course, is that I'm not I'm literally mouthwatering. I talk about them. Not only do I desperately miss them, not only did I think they were awesome when I lived in Columbia, obviously, uh, when I when we went back and filmed the Mizzou video, I brought Tim with me. And I was able to t- take Tim to all sorts of different places he heard me talk about for years. I took him to Shakespeare's, the pizza place in Columbia. I took him to a, a bunch of bars. And then we went to CJ's. And he had the CJ's wings. And he's like, yo, real talk, because that's how Tim talks. He's like, the pizza at, C- uh, at Shakespeare's was fine. It's good. It's, it's not like, you know, the best pizza I've ever had in my world. He's like, these are the best wings I've ever had. Uh-huh. Where it was like, you know, that thing of like, I didn't dream this. Because obviously, like, you know, the pe- anything from your home, your hometown, like, you have nostalgia for it, but what about an outsider yeah, sure. coming in with yeah. no history with it? And the fact that he said that made me justify that those wings are pretty damn good. CJ's. Cool. I mean, we yeah. have we have a lot. We're we're in Michigan. I mean, I'm in Michigan. We we got we got bars everywhere. You want to just go bar hopping for an entire night? Michigan, sure. Michigan's like the place to be. We got breweries and every, we got stuff everywhere. Where are you at in Michigan? Uh, I'm in. I'm like right close to uh, Grand Rapids, like near okay. uh, near Lake Michigan. Like the yeah, west, yeah, the yeah. west side of it, man. Yeah, you go downtown. There's like a bar, like every. There's like several bars, like every corner of downtown. What else you can do in the Midwest, man? You know what I mean. What else are you gonna do? I, <laughs> as a Chicago boy, trust me, I'm well aware of all the bars that are around there. Man, damn, that explains a lot. But I don't, I don't drink though. You know, like you know, I, just, I, I can't. You sit I can't there, get, you get platinums. Well, I'm too much of a, I'm too much of a baby. I drink alcohol, even if it's something really great. I drink it and I do the whole like little girl, like it's too strong. Oh, yeah. You'd probably throw up. Probably, I don't throw up. throw up. Well. I'm not you, Gino. Oh. I at least can hold my alcohol. He turned it around. I, I, I can hold right my alcohol down. Man, I'll be honest with you. Every time I throw up, I really think it's the end of the world. I truly do think it's the end of the world. It's so bad throwing up. It's, I, I always love that the conversation in the morning after when you, you've, you've puked or you're hungover and like, why did I, like, why do I do this? Like, why? Like, I'm just not going to drink anymore. Never I shouldn't drink, drink anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Do it again. Like three why? days later, why? you're right back to it. Well, what yeah, kind of, what like, kind of drunk is everybody? Like, like how, like what, what's like the persona that comes out when you're drunk? Like who, who do you become? I fortunately don't get aggressive. I get huh? very friendly is what I do. Uh, so, uh, you know, aggressive drunks are, are pretty dangerous. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah. um, I, I, I get friendly with everyone, which is, a uh, which is, I guess a good ca- kind of drunk to be. Uh, but it has a, it's, it's like, it's those things where you start crying with everybody, you know, just to, yeah, you start crying. <laughs> like, like so beautiful. Uh, yeah. I want to give my parents everything. You know what I'm I mean? so like glad we're all here together. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's, I feel like that's what I, that's what I do when I usually get drunk. Just friendly. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I've yeah. I've been told in my own personal experience, obviously, is that I just get more me. I, I'm just I somehow crank it up even further. I get louder, <laughs> Super but I'm also scared. just it's as happy and just you. as uh, trying to make uh, people laugh and just as whatever, which yeah. obviously can blow up in your face and it has millions of times. But it is that thing where I'll, I've had those, you know, you wake up the next morning like, oh, fucking like also like, oh, shit, what happened? And then you get the you get it recapped. And I was like, all right, yeah, probably would have done all that on, yeah. sober. So yeah. I'm glad that like I don't. You know, go out and start screaming or get mad or whatever. I'm, I can just be there and like still be nice, Man. Greg. Yeah, a Greg that's, that's like, like a twenty out of ten. Then he drinks and he's like a fifty out of ten. Yeah, I know, right? Imagine Lord. how it's. I feel it's more. It's not even. You know, I'm already at a hundred all the time. I think it's more like when a uh, Thor like sends his uh, lightning into Iron Man's repulsors and it goes up to <laughs> yeah. you know four hundred percent or whatever. 
That's how we get the guitar from the yeah, Emily's Away. That's how you get the guitar on uh, Emily's Away 3. Yeah, right. Dad, how was the, the morning after that stream? Man. It was fine. If we would have gone and done the entire thing, it would have been, I mean, not even bad. I mean, I would have, you know, woke up maybe hungover or whatever. But I woke up the next day fine because, you know, I, we finished. I had promised Jen that I would take her to a date night. And, my, you know, again, like I talked about in stream, right? My amazing wife was like, no, you're not. That's not going to happen. And that's fine. That's fine that that's not going to happen. I understand what you're doing today. I understand what these let's plays mean. Uh, but it was, since we had that six uh, hard o'clock or hard out at six, especially because we were two out of five chapters in, uh, I made it to dinner and we went out and I had two glasses of wine that came back and we watched uh, that Amy Schumer expecting documentary on uh, Hulu, yeah, Hulu, Hulu, maybe HBO Max, HBO Max. Uh, we watched the first two episodes of that and then I fell asleep on the couch and we went to bed and I woke up and I was fine. I went and got my COVID vaccine and came home nice. and did a bunch of uh, stuff around the house and then passed out. Nice. There you go. Did you get any other side effects? No, you know what? I didn't. I was uh, very lucky, especially because I know uh, Blessing and Tim, they've been hit hard, uh, obviously. Andy, Andy's yeah, Andy off got today hit. because yeah, yeah, Andy's off today because he got it so bad. And so, yeah, I had my shot on Saturday. Uh, I came home and did a whole bunch of stuff. Obviously, we just moved. So there's a bunch of stuff to do around the place that I need to fix up or do whatever with. And uh, I, so I was hardcore sweating <laughs> and I don't know if that helped. Cause then I was constantly drinking water, right? And yeah. Gatorade. Uh, We're and supposed so to hydrate constantly. Exactly. And I was, it, I thought it was, you know, on the fence of like, well, if I'm doing this, am I dehydrating myself more? But woke up Sunday and had bad allergies, but drank some water and then ran errands and I was fine. And Man. today I feel good too. Man. Lucky. There you go. Nice. I know. Right. Very lucky. Very lucky. Yeah. Kyle just got his. also didn't get anything. Kyle just got his. My, so my he's day gonna... tomorrow sh should be bad because I, yeah. I I got mine today. My sec my second. Nice. So yeah, I got my yeah. second. Which one Friday. did you do? I got Friday and it killed me. Moderna squad. Well, yeah, Moderna too. Pfizer Ooh. boys. Pfizer, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a few Pfizer kids like are getting the bad stuff. You know. <laughs> you think so? I feel like Pfizer. Meanwhile, again, Jen got Johnson and Johnson, and then the next Ooh. day I was like, "How do you feel?" She's like, "I'm pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> Is this the pregnancy? Is it the thing? I don't know. I don't feel normal, but I never feel normal." Man, like, usually right, was it your baby or Johnson's or the other J Johnson? That, that's that's what <laughs> which Johnson now, got right? you? Yeah, yeah. Usually you get post symptoms. I guess. Jen just got pregnant. That's kind of that's. They, exactly. I don't. I don't remember them listing that in the side effects. That's that's a new one. The baby's yeah. coming out with five G, not Jen. <laughs> Johnson, 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 Johnson is a baby company, isn't so that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like that a bunch of stuff, but yeah, that's what I. Yeah, yeah, I always I always remember the no tear shampoo growing up. That was the one. When I when I, 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 I first when I first heard of like the Johnson and Johnson shot, I just thought people were joking. I was mm -hmm. like. Oh, it's a Johnson. Well, certainly this isn't the real name. Like, certainly <laughs> the baby powder people aren't giving me a vaccine. Exactly. I was like, what's the no. next? GameStop is going to start giving a I mean, vaccine. All, all these people oh, that do like pharmaceutical and even shampoo, cosmetic, all that stuff, they do a whole lot of stuff. You actually look into the yeah. how it's all like a certain amount of companies, but they all branch out into all these subsections. But the, yeah, they... I wouldn't be surprised if more of those were into doing vaccines or stuff like that. Yeah. Totally. Uh, um, so, speaking of vaccines, I think we should get into what we've been playing. Go for it. <laughs> that, that was not what a great transition. Segue, what a this, is a, this is a good segue because I know, we're talking I, about... I know where you're going. I'm being <laughs> legitimate. What a good, what a good segue. That's a good segue. So, I hope that these vaccines get us into the world Resident Evil, guys, because I've been enjoying it. I want to be honest with you. 
Uh, I, I don't said, think you'd enjoy it in real life, though. <laughs> no, like, I don't think you'd enjoy it so much in real life. I want these werewolf people. Greg, I'm sure. There's a, I don't know. There's a, Greg, there's I'm a ready. Baby. He's ready. I'm ready, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a baby in Resident right Evil 8. I, you know, I, I don't know. Okay. So, I've been playing Resident Evil 8, right? Um, I played it. I'm too afraid to play it by myself, right? So, I play what? with my sister. Um, and she she's, you know, watching while I play. We used to do that since we were children, so... So I like to do that. Um, and I've gotten, I haven't gotten that far. I got up to the, when you meet the big tall lady. Okay. Um, so, but there was the, the game got me when it did the, you know how, I don't know how to, how to describe it. You know how it, I can only think of like uncharted when they do those big action sequences oh. and like, like. You're not yeah. playing, but you are playing. Like it's like a cutscene sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, it did it. Yeah, so yeah, it, it did that, but it did it to a, a like a certain extent that I was like, "This is not like you guys are just trying to trick me." And I'm talking about. I feel. I feel like we could talk about it, right? So this is just the beginning of the game. I think. Well, Greg, have you beaten yeah. Resident Evil Eight or no? Oh, he I has. Have, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So me, so, me and Greg have beaten it here. Yeah. So that part yeah. where. It's it, you're in the village, and then all these werewolf men are freaking chasing the shit out of you. I didn't like that part, and <laughs> I love that part so much because because of how it tricked me. I was like, it's it's like telling you heal, make sure you heal, and then start running. It's telling you all these tutorials, but you had to get caught eventually. You know, it had to happen. It was one of those things where you have to fail. So I was like, wow, dude. Do you guys remember this, or, or were you guys? I'm, yeah, seeing, no, I'm getting I, confused. My problem with that part in particular was uh -huh. that I felt, I felt like I was going like without any direction. Like there yeah. are all these houses, and I don't know where I have to go. I thought I, that eventually one of these houses was gonna be the house that I had to go because I heard it on the radio. But uh -huh. I just kept going and going, and I don't know if this is the right way or not. And <laughs> they kept attacking me, attacking me, and I felt like it was. It That's... came out of nowhere in a way that yeah. it was so random when when they actually caught me. Yeah. Since they had already surrounded me before and attacked me before that it but you I see, that's that's like... where the fear came in for me. I was entirely lost, and I'm screaming because like I don't know where to go. My sister's screaming at me. She's like, "Go over there! You haven't been over there!" And I'm running. I'm freaking slashing these guys, and and then I see the big monster guy, and then it's mm -hmm. like it's crazy, dude. And I feel like everyone's experience in that situation was different, obviously, because people are just running that's everywhere. Awesome, and then I pause in the middle of it, and I'm like, "All right, so I gotta restart because there's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna win this. Like, I, like I need to." You're like, "Hold on, I'm gonna barf. I had a glass of whiskey." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I I figured, you know what? Let me just die so I can restart and well, maybe get my bearings because I lost, like I lost myself there. Um, and then they catch you, right? So and I was like, "Wow, this is uh, freaking welcome to scare tactics." This is what they just did to me. That's what they did. So um, that. Part of it is what sort of sucked me into the game. I was like, this is really cool, actually. I, I, I enjoy this. Um, and then meeting the, the four people that you're going to, I guess, go up against. Mm. That whole sequence there, that cutscene, reminded me of uh, most of uh, Underworld, where uh, um, you have the lichens surrounding yeah. you yeah. up here yeah. and then... And then you, you know, we're, we got to. I like the line of like, we got a show for you. Let's get this started. Yeah, that that was like such a, a like a movie moment. Yeah, that I was like, this game's gonna be pretty freaking cool. And that's as far as I've gotten, but I've I've Man. really am enjoying it. 
It's it's a it's a cool game. I, I'm scared I, as hell, but uh, it's a good game. I like I how think. you mentioned that village attack near the beginning where you're kind of like being overrun by enemies. That is such a because that part's not cinematic until it, until that part ends. That part's great because that is that is that I played that and that is such a great reference to the beginning of Resident Evil 4. Oh, uh, just because like it's the same thing like you go into a house there's a shotgun just like the beginning of re4 but you don't realize that that's what's happening until it's done and that mm. part's just such a great callback to my favorite resident evil game it's, it's amazing yeah when all the locals are chasing you yeah i have not played that one yet man mm. shocking it's you know yeah. it's only been released on a couple yeah, it's, platforms it's I only everywhere you missed it also <laughs> oh, it, it is one of those older games now I'm just oh, surprised. Course, yeah. I'm just surprised Capcom hasn't released the PS5 version of Resident Evil. You know 4. it's coming. It's, Yo, don't you wait for it. It'll be here before you know it. <laughs> no. Well, you know. I just want that. Yeah. What do you know? What do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Oh, I know, yeah. I know that they've already remade two and three. I'm sure, and I know four is the most beloved. Yeah, it's uh, coming. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, sure. I, I don't play dumb. I quick interjection about Resident Evil 8. I have more trophies in it than Greg. Greg, a real gamer, never shoved an enemy away after guarding in the story. Never. Thought How it was hard enough to people? shove an enemy away. Well, How I do mean, back to the problem I had with Resident Evil is that I never needed a guard. It was yeah. just a useless mechanic. And I, <laughs> like for, I don't know. It's actually interesting, Alan, yeah, as, a, yeah. as somebody who you know uh, loves trophies like me. Do you go through and read through the lists ahead of time, or do you play the game? No, I play the game. I look up trophies after I finish yeah, my yeah. initial playthrough of the game. Yeah, me too. And so that was the thing of like, but I I I, th I talked about it in our review, right? It wasn't until. Uh, I got to one of the, and this is not spoilers. Yeah. I know we're trying to keep it top level spoiler free, but yeah. like you can at the merchant, you know, make meals that give you permanent boosts. Yeah. And there was one in there of like, whatever it is, you know, guard faster, guard and be able to, no, it like, like, it like reduces damage. Game? It really like greatly reduces damage when guarding. Yeah. And so I didn't even realize that was a mechanic <laughs> in the game until I read it. And then I, even after that, I never used it. In that yeah. Game. So how do you shop people? Because uh, the text popped up that said like L1 to shop people, but so L1 is guard and, so what it yeah, is, is like when, when an enemy rushes you, right, you click, you hold L1 to block to, for Ethan to hold his hands up in front of him. So when an enemy mm -hmm. like tries to grab you or attacks you, right when they actually hit you, if you click L, if you like let go of L1 and hit it again, Ethan, you'll go into like a small animation where Ethan will like shove the at, like punch him and kick him away. Like a and it stuns oh, them like for just like a second for yeah. you to get like a clean shot at them. But it just keeps <laughs> it, it just makes it so they don't overwhelm you. So they're not right because mm -hmm. you shoot enemies, man. Sometimes they stumble, they're right up, they're going to kiss you. So I think I have a theory about the, the guarding and how you don't really need to use it. Um, I think we've all been seeing these memes about how uh, uh, Capcom loves Ethan's hands um, and all that stuff, you know, uh, since they have since the first, uh, since Resident Evil 7. Uh, I think because his hands come up like this, you know what I mean? It was just a way for them to see them, you know, because when you, when, you, when you pick them up, these are extremely detailed hands. You know, yeah. so I feel like I feel like that's probably something that they did for themselves. You know, Someone we worked really hard on these hands. Yeah. You can yeah. tell so they have like, the moisturizers for how pretty they look. So this is just a showcase, you know, like you don't need to guard. It's not going to it's inconsequential. But just look at these fucking hands. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like these that's because <laughs> he could do he could do any other manner of guard. Like he could hold his gun up, you know, whatever he's doing, you know, but he, you know, he's got to bring up the hands. So I feel like that's that's probably what it is, Greg. So maybe rethink uh, what you're what you're saying. You know, 
Well, I don't know what I'm really. Yeah. Th- I'm just, I think we're both on the same page. It was an, a useless mechanic. It's actually funny. I told I told the boys this on Saturday. Greg, since you never blocked, you don't know this. It's actually a cool thing. While Ethan's blocking, you can actually still fire your pistol while he's blocking. Yeah, oh, wow, I neat. did okay. that yesterday yeah. because you yeah. stated yeah. really find it useless since you cannot aim. Well, if they're standing right in front of you, Ignacio, <laughs> do you really need aim if they're just right in your business? Mm. Also, I'm with Greg. I always just I have to remind myself of blocking. In this game, oh like, same God. with the Resident Evil Seven. But if you don't block, but, you take so much damage. I mean, I did. How are I you just not did dying at like the beginning of the game? I mean, you clearly, probably, it doesn't matter since Greg never did it. You're probably playing on easy mode. Nah. Well, no, I was playing on normal. Which, uh, what is the? I'm, I was actually looking, going for it right now as we were talking about it. Resident Evil. Or, oh God, I, I'm typing Resident Village. Evil, and I'm like Resident Evil. Uh, <laughs> no, I think the IGN review called it out right. Of like, hey, like I was playing this on normal, and that's a bad movie. Yeah, Tristan at IGN wrote the review yeah. and inserted this harden up it's worth highlighting that on standard difficulty which is the setting i chose for my initial playthrough of the story resident evil resident evil village felt like felt like significantly less of a challenge than resident evil 7 was overall yeah oh. despite no shortage of near-death moments despite no shortage of near-death moments i actually only perished in village a total of three times over the course of the campaign I've since restarted the village on hardcore mode uh, where enemy movement speed is much faster. A greater scarcity of ammo demands smarter use of environmental hazards like the exploding barrels and the sense, a general sense of desperation is more pronounced. If you're a veteran of the series, I suggest you at least start out on hardcore and see how you do. You can always dro- drop it down at a standard if you need a more fierce uh, level. Yeah. Which is interesting because, yeah, I never guarded and I felt like, and I talked about it in the kind of funny review, right? Like for me, Resident Evil Village, I didn't, I didn't, it's not that I didn't like it. It's, you know, how the internet works yeah. where everybody loves it. So me being like, it was fine makes it yeah. seem like I hate it. Yeah. I felt it was very much forgettable. Like, I don't have the moments of, oh, man, and this thing and that, oh, like, you know, yeah. like that other people did. And I wonder, I think a big part of it is this, that yeah. I wish I would have well, been either on the other side of this review and able to do it, play the from hardcore or would have. I'm not even because I'm not a big Resident Evil guy, right? Yeah. right? Resident Evil Seven was the first one that really clicked for me, and then I loved the remake of Two. But I wish I would have been more versed to be like, oh, something's not right on that level. I should crank up the difficulty and go there. I played through the whole way, and it kind of felt like a Disneyland ride where, yeah, yeah. I wasn't getting killed. It felt like things were popping out at me, and I was fighting them off, no problem. And I had yeah. way too many bullets and all these other mm. things. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree to that because, like, I until I decided to mess with it later on to see how good they were, I, up until I decided to mess with it for fun, I never used my pipe bombs or my mines because, like, I never mm. needed them. Mm. And for yeah. the longest time, uh, I never knew that you could buy recipes, so I only ever could craft handgun ammo until, like, near the end of the game, and that never mattered because I just always had bullets. Like, always. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, there was one oh, part was which like, was oh, ridiculous just... with, like, the pistol, right, where I remember having, like, 64 bullets. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, that's way uh, more than I ever yeah. had any other yeah. ones, right? And then I was like, oh, well. Yeah. In retrospect and reading this, I'm like, huh. But then again, it's this weird thing of, like, the game, of course, when I did die, is so quick to be like, do you want to lower the difficulty? Would yeah, you like to lower the difficulty? It's really fast. It's like, literally, first death. Like, do you want to lower the difficulty? I'm like, dude, come on. I'm not even struggling. It's yeah. just like, you know, I, w- yeah. I think it would have been interesting to see it go the other way and be like, I'll- hey, we noticed you're sailing through this without issue would you like to up the difficulty? dude i'll die i'll die in a cussing moment where i just make like the wrong step but not from enemy. i was dying like a cinematic moment and i'll, mm-hmm. I'll like match x to reply in the game just like you want the difficulty like dude i died in a scripted moment like come on i'm not even in combat yet yeah. oh no, yeah I'm, that happened happen to me i'm Man, pretty much like, right where gino is so my complaints so far are mostly how at the beginning of course i had the problem where it felt like i had no direction at all and then uh, right after that, 
part i feel like the game has too much direction in the sense that it, it feels like it is one hallway that i just have to go forward whereas for seven you start with the the whole compound and the house where it feels like a labyrinth where you have to find all this other stuff to do and the keys for this and that and whatever and to me this one feels way more linear and from what you guys are saying it sounds to me like it is it might end up going the route of like from two and three to four five and six which ended up being more action focused like what you're saying about how many bullets you had or or me saying that it is it felt more like a hallway rather than this whole station that i i have to serve to me it sounds like they are going more of the action route which i don't think it if it will end up being good for the series if they go back again to that What's the kind of, I mean, all the stuff they've talked to, you know, IGN had a whole bunch of interviews with the producers, right? And it was that they had the whole, okay, you know, we're balancing, you know, based, we're balancing difficulty of village based on what we saw from seven. Mm -hmm. And so I think really what it sounds like happened here is they gave the player more agency over what kind of game they were playing. Yeah. And again, what I was talking about and what I loved about, you know, Resident Evil 2, what I loved about Resident Evil 7 was that feeling of, I always, I think in seven, I talked about it a lot in the review of, getting out of a battle or a room and having just one bullet left, two yeah. bullets left yeah. and really feeling. And it was, I, I think I described it at the time as like a masterclass of game design where it's giving me the illusion and the feeling of being down to my last bullet. But in reality, it was, it's designed just the way it is. I was given just yeah. enough to it. And I feel like they, if, according to Tristan, right. in you know, my own experience that the normal difficulty I played on was way more into the, Hey, let's not make it super scary. It can be an action. It can be a shooter. It can do the thing. Whereas I don't think that's what Resident Evil, at least what I connect out of Resident Evil should be. Cause I obviously wasn't into, you know, six or five before it. And so I think if I would have played it this way, I would have had a better time with it. Yeah. It, it seems like Ignacio, it could suffer from the same issue that, uh, back when we played Resident Evil three remake, um, the same issue it had with two remake coming out before it. Cause I, uh -huh. I played three remake before two. And that one was a, a shorter, uh, more compact, more action-based uh, 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 Resident Evil. So I yeah. loved it. And then uh, after that one, I went into two, which was the you know more survival horror-ish kind of yeah. game. And that it it didn't it didn't hurt Resident Evil three for me because I had already played it beforehand. Mm, yeah. Um. So this might be that same situation where eight is more compact and action heavy, and if that one came out before, well, people would love it, and then seven would be you know yeah. just as well regarded as it is now either way. Uh. So that's interesting. That's an interesting way to. Well, look it's at it. it's it's like that I believe because like from liking them both and watching my friend play it on on my Twitch channel, like Resident Evil Eight is this thing where. It's trying to appease two things. It's combining the good elements of seven with the action style gameplay of four. Eight is like this middle, this middle ground of like, did you like seven? That's what got you into Resident Evil again. Cool. Oh, but you still love Resident Evil four. Well, here's eight where it's kind of like them meeting together. Yeah. So yeah. that's 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 the feeling I get when I play eight is it feels like this combo of the two. Because it's actually well, like four, but then it's also trying to be first person horror like seven. There is. Like, oh, OK. There's something else I've been playing that I want to talk yeah. about. I want to talk about, and I want to pitch this. You guys know I like to pitch this game a lot. So you guys know what I'm talking about. I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV online. 
What better person to pitch this to than Greg? Put the Miller podcast on autopilot, is what I'm hearing right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about better. this for 20 minutes. It's going to be Gino at the pulpit, filibustering, telling you why you need to put this. Well, Greg. it's a good thing I got to play Resident Evil yeah. 8, so I'll be right back. Yeah. For, forget. Oh, yeah, I have these forget. <laughs> forget your DC universe online. Forget sure. your Star Wars. What is it? Star Wars Kotor. What is it? Knights yeah, of the Old Republic. Republic. Star Wars: The Old Republic. Forget about all that, Greg. Forget okay. about all that. On your PS5 right now. I know you have it yeah. somewhere around you. Turn that on. Right there, I see it. it's right over there. Turn that on and download the free trial for Final Fantasy 14 online. Now this is where I want to circle back to Final Fantasy 7, right? You enjoyed Final Fantasy VII. I did. This is unrelated to that. <laughs> but it is in the final like, yes, yeah, 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 Did you like it? Yeah, well, unrelated. <laughs> it's in the Final Fantasy world, correct? So people think, you know, this is Final Fantasy XIV. It's the 14th installment. I don't know any Final Fantasy games. Why would I like this? You don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sure. It, the way Final Fantasy works, you know this. They just take little, little things from each other and... And the story is completely unrelated to each other in some in some instances, of course. So, I know that in some ways you do like MMOs, uh huh? Because you've played, you know, the DCU, you've played the DCU universe. What is it, hours work. or whatever I have in DC? I forget now. I think it's a, something like that. A thousand. There you go. So I've been playing this game with friends uh, for for the longest time. I haven't. I for some reason this year it's just booming with people trying it and i think it's because cool. of that new free trial that that came out sure um so i've gotten a bunch of friends to play it um i'm always preaching people to play it on online and a lot of people have been trying it so the good thing about this free trial is that it gives you so much content you just you just sent something so greg just sent something to discord about he played. Final it's not. I didn't, no, I'm I not trying to look at it. I'm not trying to stop your report tracks. I'm just it. calling it out. I wanted to bring it out. If but you, you remember, have, so you have played this? August 27th, 2013. Let's play Final Fantasy 14 with Greg Miller and Destin Legary. Whoa, sir! Whoa, I have tried Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. I was 10 I years old, Greg. That doesn't matter. Dude. That doesn't, <laughs> no, that doesn't no, Greg. There's matter. a there's the new trial cool. though. Come on, it's it's different okay. now. Yeah. From 2013 to 2021. Now that game has improved. Wow, I'm sure, Greg. Well, the reason I was putting it in there wasn't to derail the conversation. I wanted to bring it up that when we did it in 2013, Uh because it was that this was when they were rebooting it and it was a Realm Reborn, right? They sent Destin and me down from IGN to go play uh, at uh, uh, the Square SF office. I don't remember where that was. Uh, Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, We went there and we played for a while, right? The developer. And I remember liking it. It wasn't that I like it was a torture thing. We enjoyed what we played. But at the time, I forget if it why I wasn't going to get into it or maybe was it. Was it console? That, yeah, I'm playing on PS3 here. I don't know if it was retail or not. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But I didn't, well, I didn't buy it that's on the when the PS4 thing. came out. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think we were playing on PS3. Uh, like that. I mean, that's it how was on PS3. Yeah. I am. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a busy uh, so, year, yeah, though. Like, I, so, like, it, my thing about it is I don't remember anything about it. So I'm actually interested for you to tell me more about what do you... Because that's the big question, I guess, is that you know me, Gino. You listen to the podcast <laughs> yes, here and there. Yes. You, Granted, I'm God. 40 years older than you, mm-hmm. but you know what I like and what I don't like. Would I like this? Is is it? A, I don't usually like the magical oldie worlds. You know what I mean? These old timey worlds where I got a blacksmith yeah. and somebody's walking around with a wooden cart. That's the thing. That's the thing, Greg. If if I got someone, if I got someone into it that strictly plays Call of Duty, I feel like you could you could play this. You could play this. The the, the reason I say you would like it, um, 
and most people would like it. First of all, it is just worth a try because it's free, right? It's free. Sure, yeah, what, gives, what I have to lose. Nothing. Yeah, it gives you so much content time. for free. Uh, yeah. Um, you will lose time, but you will, attend, of course, you will not regret that's it. That's video games in general, yeah. though, right? You will not regret it. So the, the beauty of this game is that I, I always compare it to World of Warcraft. I think World of Warcraft is an MMO that is very not beginner-friendly. Um, it, it throws you into this and shows you so much mechanics, all this kind of stuff, and it, it overwhelms you. This game, um, it's so expert, it's so expertly designed that it throws everything at you when it needs to, and you will slowly gain that footing that you need to enjoy the game. And you, you say you don't like all that fantasy and all that stuff. It's it's such a a beautiful world you know there's also these the soundtrack they, uh, i could go on about the soundtrack you know freaking sure. nobuo sure. uematsu you and freaking soken oh yeah i did exist. speak yeah, with michael hyam about Haim. it yeah you had michael hyam on a games yep. cast as well yep. to talk about a little michael bit Haim, about big it. Fan of it yeah but he it doesn't seem like he tried to convince you so that's this is what i'm here for now he 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 buttered you up with it, you know, let you know, put it in front of your face. Now I'm telling you, try it, Greg, because you are gonna. What like is it. the moment-to-moment gameplay like? It's <laughs> it's like it's like DC Universe Online. It's just like if you like those kinds of games, it's that traditional MMO kind of game, but it doesn't bore you. But it's action RP. It's action MMO. So I'm I'm actually commanding it. It's not like is it, it's is it like. It's not like clicking in Old Republic where the move just plays out. I'm actually moving into it. It is like that. Okay. It's like Old Republic mm. where you are clicking your skills and you're, you know, you're doing that. So, um... Because I don't think you know DC Universe Online too well if you think it's like that. Yeah. DC Universe Online, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Action MMO. It's like Star Wars. It's like Star Wars. Throw them, do stuff. It's like Star Wars. Gino's just giving you the instructions. Okay. He yeah. wants you to piece it all together and then and make the decision yourself. Yeah. Sure. No. And I, again, this isn't me saying that that doesn't mean that. I'm actually I'm getting ready to screenshot and sent, put it on Twitter for you right now. I'm downloading it right now. So there you Uh-oh. go. So we Uh-oh. I will do it. Now, but like I, <laughs> also, okay, guys, I all right, I'm leaving this. You know, I haven't we'll, downloaded too. I haven't opened it in weeks. See, so Greg, see, Greg, I I insulted Gino. I downloaded FF14 yeah. on my PS5. Yeah. And then same day for some reason I went back into my PS5 and I didn't boot it. I just deleted, deleted. I just deleted <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, which is understandable. It's an insult to you. And now, and now, Gino doesn't want me to play F. Like Gino, I'm the one person he does not want to play this game. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, ignore the platinum. Don't worry about it, Greg. Oh yeah, no. Let's not worry. Let's not worry about that. Um, Do you have the platinum? Is it a crazy one? No, I don't have it. I don't have it. Wow. I'm not a a trophy. Not even your favorite game of all time. It it is a very time-consuming platinum. For what I have been doing though, since it did the PS5 upgrade. I've been popping old trophies, which is cool to see. Oh, what, know, a, so. what a what a what a yeah. lovely thing! You know yeah. what I mean? What a beautiful. I mean, it's thing. Yeah. it's the easy way out. It's the easy. Yeah. I mean, I I've uh, done no, it's it too. The, it's the short way. I've, you take I've the long it. road. This is the short road to getting this. I've done it. I've done it yeah. too. So right, I can't so, criticize uh, so, it. So uh, obviously, if you do try it, um, you you I, you go on my server. I'll lead you wherever you need to go. I'll oh show, God, it's got I'll, servers. I'll show off. You know what server am I going in? You're going on Primal Ultros. Michael Hyam is also on that server. If you if you want to, do you ever play with Michael? 
Uh, uh, he has not added me yet. No, he has not. Oh, added wow. me. So, uh, <laughs> that's only you're in front of a congressional committee. He has not added me yet, sir. No, he's not added me. Added me yet. We have, we have, right, we have not. We have I, not I actually met up, my friend. We have not. He, we have not exchanged information. He is in a guild, uh, a giant bomb guild. You could join, or you could join mine that I just created. <laughs> Looks like time's up on that one, so I'm not too worried. About <laughs> yeah. it. No. So, so mine's wow. the, mine's the new one. So uh, there you go. Um, right. Show you the ropes, Greg. Uh, Beef sure. is squashed. So you run into Beef an interesting time. Though. So you run and you run into me at an interesting time because today I had this conversation internally, right? Internal conversation of I have to stop. We can curse on this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. Hell yeah. I have to stop fucking yeah. around with Returnal. Like I need to just be in a committed relationship with Returnal until the junk's out of my system. Because what I keep doing with Returnal, right, is like it, this is similar to the conversation earlier we were having, right? Uh Review for Returnals coming up. I was already behind because I took the week off for uh, moving. Got to be able to talk about it on PS I Love You with uh, Blessing of Paris, but then it was right into Resident Evil. Re- played Resident Evil all the way through. Didn't touch Returnal because I wanted to get through Resident Evil. Got through Resident Evil. Came out. Played like one night of Returnal, like just an hour. Uh, then I went over and played a lot of the Retromania. Then we've been doing Fall Guys and stuff. We've been doing Emily's Away. Uh, played a couple other things over the weekend, little things here and there. Got another thing for review, and I was like, am I actually going to commit to this? Started it, and then last night I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm not feeling this to a 1,000%. Let's go over here. Went over there, started up Returnal again, and Returnal is so good and has its hooks in me, but I keep doing the thing where I'll play it for 30 minutes, I'll play it for an hour, and then I'll come back in two days, which means I come back and I'm like, I've forgotten what this boss's tactics is. I forget how I should be engaging with this thing. Yeah. So like right now, you know, after playing last night and then this morning before uh, getting into the other shows I was doing, I was in a good groove of it. And so I'm having that conversation of like, cool. Do I not play anything but Returnal? And I, like the date, and I know this sounds ridiculous because it's like three days out. Do I not play anything except Returnal until Mass Effect drops? Like, do I wait? Because I, I feel like if I keep doing this, I will always in bi- be, bi- be in biome one and I will never make any progress because I keep almost resetting my own progress, right? Of like getting to wave three or uh, uh, yeah, wave three or whatever yeah. of the boss and be like, all right, he does that as he kills me. Yeah. I'm like, gosh, yeah, he does that. I forgot about that. I need to do this where I just pound my head into it over and over again for a while. Otherwise, I'm going to keep doing it. So I, I feel like I just in my head was like, no distractions. And now you're like, why don't I try this giant yeah. MMO? I'm like, fuck, that's a distraction. Heck yeah. Speaking of dude. Returnal. I have a question about that because I've only played it for like three hours so far. I've, I've not sure. gotten much, much t- 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 time in, but my critique so far was that it hasn't felt like I'm progressing that much yet. Sure. Whereas like in Hades, it was like the numbers are going up or I'm yep. collecting this thing or there was See, the same with like Rogue something. Legacy, right? Where you, even your yeah. fails sure, were yeah. coming out and you have more gold, you're putting something in. You're like, OK, I feel like the yeah. little bit of you progress on everything. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like, is is have have you felt similarly with that with that game of like it it feels more difficult to progress or it just for me, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. I feel like there isn't a tangible look at my character, look at my build. I've progressed feeling to it in a lot of in the ways there are for a lot of other ones. For yeah. me, and it's surprising because I did I don't think I would if you if I would have read this on paper I would have been like cool it's not gonna be for me. It is the feeling of the game that is the progression sure. for it it is the thing of like now that i see these guys that you know the the uh for lack of a better term what like the xenomorphs the guys who run on the ground and have the tails and shoot the th- like the things out at you like 
knowing that they're going to go down in one hit if I can get in and melee them means that now I've developed a play style where it is zipping around the map, dodging around their sides, slashing them. Whereas before it would be that I would wait for them to come to me. Then when they get close, they do a melee attack. But if I can get closer to them, I can melee. It's like, it's little things like that of me. For me, it's, you know, live, die, repeat, which I know is the movie, obviously, but live, die and repeat of like sure, yeah. going through this thing and be like, all right, cool. I've figured out a better way to engage with that. Okay. The stupid banshee characters that show up and are easy to kill but when i'm out of bullets and reloading they go orange and go at me right if i do a back dash as they come in i can finally get away from that or the big red guy that runs around figuring out a better way to fight him or the group dudes like the progression is not as tangible which i understand as a turnoff to people whereas for me it's very engaging when like that's the thing of like you know when i uh on our uh review of resident evil at the end of it you know tim was like oh yeah i think resident evil is gonna be on my short list for game of the year and this is before the scores posted i was like wow i don't think so and he's like well, what do you think game of the year was not an antagonistic way and i was like well right now i'd say like returnal or uh, it takes two and oh, yeah. you know uh, well the review went up and obviously everybody wanted to beat the hell out of me because i said resident evil's fine and didn't recommend a purchase <laughs> uh and it was like how like, dare you how, don't you think it's a little disingenuous to say returnal's your game of the year when you haven't even gotten out of biome yeah. one this is the old thing and i was like well, I've already put more hours into Returnal than I did Resident Evil, the roll credits on Resident Evil. That's and fair. Yeah, for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me personally, I'm having more fun and a more rewarding experience with Returnal. And this is not meant to talk shit about Resident Evil. I want you to play games and enjoy whatever you enjoy. It, but it is that thing of like, I can totally also see sitting there and being like, you've put, I, what, I didn't, I didn't check my clock today, but, uh, 10 hours into Returnal, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, but you're still in the first place. You still haven't beaten the first boss, right? And it's like, Part of that is what I'm talking about earlier of like, I'm, I get so distracted in Returnal because I play it so not frequently enough Yeah, where I'm running through and cool, I'm going to just get to the boss. Oh, well, there's this room over here. Do I risk it? And then I go in there and I fall and it's, a, it's you know, the door is locked and there's three giant things. Like, Fuck, all right. But it's also learning that I shot a thing off the wall to go into that room. I know that room is a challenge. So next time around, if I'm having the run, don't go and do that. Right. Don't go and have that. Right. Yeah. And like just today or last night, I guess. I finally got uh, found the house key, which opens the house and does a different thing, which then gave me the astronaut that I've heard about. And it's like, okay, cool. Like the game has little things in there. And like, you know, when I got melee, that was a big move move for me that really solidified what was happening in this game of like, cool. Like progression isn't as simple as, oh, I got the biome three. Oh, I did this thing. It is very much about these little things you're learning as you go. And I feel like for me personally, when I, learn them and then let it sit that's when i kind of lose some of it and i come back and it's kind of like coming back to school after taking a couple of days off for being sick like you need to get your wheels up again okay yeah. cool that's, See, that's, that's, that's I, encouraging then dude the way you're describing i haven't played returnal yet the way you're describing it that's that's like how the souls games are played like your build itself right. isn't necessarily getting stronger the way of you progressing getting better is you learning and just getting better over time it's an it's the internal progression not the external yeah. one yeah, yeah, which I, I in the, again, you know, for Souls and stuff, which I, I played yeah. Bloodborne and enjoyed, but like didn't like love the way people did. Like, yeah, I think, again, on, on face value, if you were to, if we were talking about Returnal that way, I don't know if I would be like, I need to. But the gameplay is so good. And the yeah, fact that yeah. it is a third person shooter. It, it, that's the other thing of why I think people have this conflict with the progression of like, it looks like a third person shooter. So it feels like you should be checking trophies and doing the thing and moving to the next planet. Whereas like just the way they've put the story in there and the way they've put the gameplay in there. I think just, I, I don't, I don't care. There'll be the runs. I think the thing I can talk to at the highest of like, there will be runs where 
Well, clearly I'm not going to be able to even get to the boss this time, right? I've taken so much damage. Yada, yada. But yeah. rather than just die, I keep playing, which I wouldn't normally do in these kind of games. Where if it was like, all right, well, cool. My, my goal is to beat the boss, so I'll just die here and come back in fresh yeah. and, you know, get back to it. This one, it is like, well, I can still learn something or I can find a new artifact. Or, you know, I think that one of that was one of those was when I found the house key where I was like, oh, God, this is awesome. Still screwed me in the long run because I'm like, well, the, you know, the astronaut revives you immediately after you die. So I was yeah. like, well, I'm already down to a quarter of a health bar and I've kind of scoured <laughs> the entire world for resources. So it's not like I'm going to get well. back to a full to go in there and do it. But hey, this is still progress. I've still learned how to do this. I've still sh- gotten that part of it. Nice. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm with you on my yet. thoughts on Return of War. I'm just on the second biome, but I the reason that I play it is not because of the progression itself, but because in a way it, it does feel arcadey where I'm not yeah. playing for the progression, but for the gameplay itself. And so, yeah, I, I get, uh, Cal, what you were saying, how you do not see a progression, but correct to your point, it does feel like even though the progression isn't tangible, it is in you. Like, you know now what to do, what not to do, or what to improve, or whatever that. Right. And even I... I'm on Bion 2, I just once got to the boss, and I was like, with very little health, I had no way of beating it, but I still went through it because I wanted to learn the pattern and see even how far I can go. Yeah. And so that's why I go back to Returnal, but you have to understand what you get out of it. Like, it isn't your typical third-person action shooter like Uncharted or whatever third-person action shooter. It is an arcade experience. It is a Housemark game. It, it, Housemark does arcade, and this is that. It is an arcade game. Yeah. Rezo Rez- Rez- Gun, yeah. baby. Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. right. And again, that's the thing of like we're, we talked about before, you know, of like that's the other way to look at it because it is a roguelite, sure. It is a, a third person, sure, sure. But it is an arcade game, and arcade games all the time, right? You would die and start all the way yeah. over and have to go that way. And I think that eventually there's a progression of, you know, once you unlock the door to the boss, you can get back there quicker than the first time around. So it's all these little things, but I'm talking about it as somebody again, who is playing as doing a disservice to the way I'm playing. And granted, I'm not, I've never been the Andy Cortez's of the clicking heads. So it's like, I need sure. to keep myself in top returnal form, I think to actually make the real progress from it. But even tonight, like I feel like tonight I'll beat the first boss because guess what? It'll be the first time in a week and a half maybe since I've actually played consecutive nights, which sounds oh. ridiculous, but the way life works and you know, the way I have my job works, it is sure, about bouncing around to stuff. But now I, Gino's got me gotten download final fantasy. Everyone on just Twitter is excited. You've made, you made a lot of people Greg, excited. You don't have Greg. to do it. Just pause the download. Do it. You don't have <laughs> to do it. I, I, I still, I still have to play. Made a lot of people so. happy. Don't listen to the haters on here. I'm already seeing people say, get ready to sleep. You know, like, Let's not listen to them. This game is incredible. This game is incredible. I'll listen to you. We'll see how far he gets. All right, guys. Be fast. (laughs) Hey, there's no, this isn't me saying I'm like committed for life. We'll see. You don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah. But uh, the beef is squashed for us now. This is, uh, I feel like this is the end of it. We've bonded uh, wholeheartedly now. Entirely. All one Uh, big happy fifth. Yeah. This is incredible. This is incredible. You love to see it. Primal Ultras. Just, you know, you know what? I'll add you on Discord now, and okay. I'll send it to you. I will never ever look at Discord that way, but thank you. <laughs> okay, I got primal primal Noctis. I got it. When I see it. <laughs> primal Noctis. When I see it, I'll see it. Every single night, I'm gonna just send you the name <laughs> of the server. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I got one minute left in the download, so I can go straight from. Well, I gotta create a character right away, right? So I can't just join the server. Greg, just do. Well, how many servers well, are there? How Greg, many servers? Just do when you create don't, don't it, design you make it. Just preset it. When you create it, you join the server. So you can. Well, how many servers are there? Game. There can't be that many, right? I'll see uh, Primal Nocta. So Primal Nocta. I'll look for Primal. Is there another Primal? I'll be fine. I don't. I don't want to confuse you. There's data centers, and then end those data centers. Oh there's God, servers. God. You know what I mean? So, um, Greg, at this point, you might as well just, just respond to the pre Primal Nocta. Greg, at this point, you might as well just delete it. Noctis, just delete are you it. joking? Because it's Ultras. <laughs> 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 it was 50 50. I knew, I knew it was Noctis, but I also didn't know the real word. There you go. So, G Gino um, opened the door, showed I, you the, I, I quote, the beautiful, the beautiful pictures, so and then he, ripped, right then he ripped it, it down. It I'll bookmark the tweet for you. There you go. There you go. Wow. wow. Who would have thought, guys? Huh? Who would have thought? No, he'll, he'll delete it. He'll delete it. <laughs> we'll see. I'm <laughs> not. Oh, he'll delete it. <laughs> Well, Greg, Greg, I want to ask, I want to ask you something. I, I'm going to ask yeah. you a simple question. Then I'm going to ask you, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a challenge. Okay. My Ooh. first question is related to trophy hunting as well. Cause uh, us being, you know, the, the real gamers of, of this group right here. You and me. Yeah. yeah us. So what, what even, I just want to know a simple thing. What got you even into hunting trophies? And then as a side thing, like why, why does the Nintendo have like rewards? What, what's Nintendo doing? Sure. Uh, for me getting into trophies, uh, I don't, I think it, honestly, it's multi-tiered. Uh, you know, I, when the achievements dropped on Xbox, you know, and I was working at the newspaper, I got an Xbox 360 and I remember playing dead rising and, you know, I'm a huge zombie fan. And so after I'd beaten the game and it was that like looking into it and it was, you know, Oh, well, you know, whatever it was, they get the zombie genocide trophy or whatever, you know, kill yeah. however many thousands of zombies it was. And looking up, how do you do this? And it's like, oh, you drive around the parking garage and you run this basically route. And if you do it for however many hours, you know, you had it done. And I remember coming home from work and doing that over and over again. And while that was obviously a nails on the chalkboard mundane thing, what had got me to that point was I was like, oh, I want all the achievements in this game. And so I had already gone through. And what I loved about achievements was it was giving me more to do in a game I already liked. So like, I, you know, it was like there was the achievement for like, you know, I forget how far, but run across a bunch of zombies heads for yeah. however many yards or whatever. Use this kind yeah. of weapon combination. And what I found it doing that I thought was interesting outside of the genocide trophy <laughs> was having me play a game I already dug, but play in a different way. Yeah. Whereas I think in years past, you know, my entire, you know, gaming career or whatever, like, sure, there's, you know, endless combinations on how to play this RPG or whatever action game it is, whatever weapon you want to choose and upgrade. But once I picked my thing, that's what I did. And so yeah. I only knew it from that vein. So suddenly to be able to have this thing that was a carrot on the end of stick to branch you out, I thought was cool. But I wasn't playing Xbox consistently enough where I was getting lost in that ecosystem. Yeah. And so then a big part of it was coming, you know, getting hired at IGN, moving out here. Uh, and at the time, obviously, PlayStation 3 not having any kind of achievement system. Xbox already having an achievement system, but me being so anchored in the PlayStation ecosystem. Yeah. Right? Where. You know, people always want to throw my face that I'm a Sony fanboy when I consider myself more a Sony beat reporter, where it's like, that's my job to cover PlayStation. So, yeah, I know a lot about it. And I'm going to yeah. be the guy you come to, to talk about PlayStation, but it's not I don't say everything's great with PlayStation. Uh, so it would have for me at the time with the amount of reviews I was doing, it would have been hard for me to get seriously into achievements while also covering PlayStation yeah. as effectively as I thought I would for my job. And so when finally when PlayStation uh, trophies finally came around and it, it, I think it speaks to what you always see with comic books, what you always see with rebooted movie universes, where it was cool, super stardust, cool, uncharted. 
I am here at ground zero. Like I, you know, this is the time when like I was joking around about it, but it's true that like you could play everything that came out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? There weren't you can't dozens anymore. of digital, oh, not even a chance, dude. There was, but there wasn't do- dozens of digital indies that were coming out every day. It was, you know, a few maybe here and there, but then it was just the box copies every Tuesday. Yeah. And so it was that when games came out with trophies, oh, shit, pop it in, let's go. You know, and so it was that I was able to go and get from ground zero, be in on it and build from there. Yeah. And so I think it's the same reason you talk to a lot of people who are Xbox achievement hunters who are like, oh, I never got into trophies because by the time they came around, I'm so invested in Xbox. Why yeah, they were I already, didn't, I didn't so, want to build already so sucked in that they're like, I can't just undo yeah, all this work. Sense. Totally, the, totally. And so, yeah, it was the idea that these things kept me around. And for the games, you know, I know we obviously we've already joked a lot, a lot about the garbage platinums. I have, oh, yeah. But for the great platinums I have, like if I platinum a game, I was talking about that for me is in a good platinum. I was talking about being like the highest compliment I can give it. Yeah, is that I yeah. wanted not only to beat it to then stick around another however many hours and do all the stuff you need to do. Yeah, the the thing that always that that started to get me into trophies was like I would play games and I would usually just kind of like my problem is like I play games and I just beat them and my brain's usually like, all right, now I'm kind of done. Mm-hmm. Trophies for me stem from the fact of, OK, I beat a game. I beat like a, a PlayStation game. Cool. I'm done with it. I don't do anything else in it. Then it was the whole thing of like, oh, there's trophies. Now, now it's like, oh, a game I've really loved and enjoyed. Now I can do more. There's more stuff for me to do. There's reason for me to go back into it, to play it more, to experience that world more, to do more things. And that's what always got yeah. me into it was like, okay, cool. Now I, now there's things I can do more in the game. Like, oh, there's, I've, I have this, I have the thing where like some games I, I don't, I don't love and I collect trophies and I actually walk away loving the game more. Some games I love, I collect trophies and I end up disliking the game more than, than, <laughs> than I liked it. And, and then there's a weirdness on you. Yeah, the I, yeah, there's I the thing I I don't I don't like the witness, Greg. I don't I can't witness I can't do is so it. So good. <laughs> I mean, like, do, do, well, I mean, because because the puzzles. You yeah, like I'm puzzles? not a puzzle guy. I had dude, a, I'm the same way. And that I I had, there's the nothing wrong with that. I, had to look I, I feel up, like that's the same thing where I'm not a Resident Evil guy. So Greg, it's like, I had to look up video guides to solve the puzzles, yeah, and then I got to the last thing in the game, and it was like, okay, do this challenge. Okay. Oh, by the way, the puzzles are randomly generated, so you can't use a guide. What the fuck am I doing here? So then, then the funny thing is, he came to me because I I like the game. I've I've not platinumed it but yeah. he's still like like how, how how do you do all this stuff i was like well you need to t- 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 take the knowledge that you learn from these p- 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 he's like i learned no knowledge yeah that was it yeah. he's just like i don't remember anything yeah, Ky- I, I just went for kyle told me he goes well everything trophies. the game's taught you leading up to this you have to incorporate all together and i, I dm kyle back and i was like kyle i use you guys i have learned nothing <laughs> And then Greg, I don't, I don't know how this Alan. would work. We, we <laughs> need, we cheap. need, I, because you play so many games and you get so many games and you do so many easy platinums, it's going to take me so much work to catch up to you. We should sure. just squash this. We should just agree on a game that's either we have not played or a game that we both like, and we should just race to see who could platinum it first. And that'll solve who the better pla- trophy hunter is. Ooh, and we won't, we can't use guides. So if it's a new sure, game, fair. we can't use guides. So you have to do it. Okay. A what all- about see here's my problems with this i'm not saying no yeah i'm just saying here my problems with it it. is that number one if it's not already something i'd want to be platinuming i feel like i wouldn't want to platinum it just for the chase no it it could be something that we both like that we can agree on and so then number two the question becomes like okay but like with so it's something upcoming what if it has a shitty trophy list you know what i mean can i give a suggestion yeah. No, you Great. can't, because I think we all know where we're going. We all know what's going to end up being. What I'd bring to the table, what I would bring to the table, <laughs> is Ratchet it. and Clank. Gino, don't say I'd bring I'll Ratchet and Clank to the table. I'll do Ratchet and Clank. I'll do it. Okay, okay. The, uh, I'll show you. I was going to suggest Jedi Fallen Order. Oh. Sure. <laughs> Are you saying the first Ratchet and Clank? 
No, 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 no the new the one. New the, one. Right, the, the, yeah, the brand new one. Yeah. Doesn't that like? Wouldn't you get that before? Dunkirk? Man, that's that sucks for you. That sucks for Alan, doesn't it? No, that, uh, no. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what this is. This is what you want to go by the completion time. This on is what's going to make me look better, Gino. You ready? Greg's going to get it early. He'll play it. I'll get it on release day, and then I'll play it. And then we'll have that. Well, Greg and I will have our both just initial playthroughs of Greg doing his review of him playing mm -hmm. it, and then I played it for fun on release day. And then it'll be a thing where like, okay, we both have minimal experience of the game. Now we're going to race to platinum it on just like a junk account or something else, and just see who can get it first. A completion time. I've never done a junk account. You kidding me? Yeah, yeah I think you know. Yeah. Just go off of PSN profiles because then yeah. PSN profiles puts it on there. Yeah, never but, again, you'll play it. You'll play. Okay, all right, all right, all right. That's Greg's good. gonna get what early. Gonna say? So what, what, why? Don't, I'm not skipping cutscenes. So don't do that shit. I'm in it for the story. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm in it for the story too. Okay, just make sure. Just make sure. Yeah. But Greg Maybe will get it early, so if Greg can get it early, I like and this. I can still platinum it before him. That's just gonna. That's no. just gonna. Oh well, yeah. If you do that, then I mean, for sure, double fuck me. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, even me getting early wouldn't matter, because yeah, if I platinum it on embargo day or whatever, fine. Oh, you'll be still be able many, to see how long how it many took days. Me. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, okay. like when you okay. look at it, right? Like my platinum on Valentine candy break head to head is thirty three minutes forty one seconds. Platinum <laughs> in thirty three minutes forty one seconds. Hey, I want you to know that I platinumed uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on the PS Five in about a few minutes. So how the fuck did you do that? Because I planned on the PS Four and the then ah, that, okay, that. okay, 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 okay. I didn't realize it was one of those that ran ah. it over. Oh, similar, yeah. Marvel's Avengers PS Five. I platinumed in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> See. Nice. All right, let's see. Okay, let's cool. see That'll who can. Fun. Let's see who can platinum Ratchet and Clank and uh, Rift Apart faster. Got it. Challenge let's accepted. Go, let's go into some housekeeping, guys. Yeah, go for it. Hey there. If you're enjoying the show, then I'd highly suggest you check out our website, thewhatnots.com. We are also a podcast, so if you search us on a podcasting platform, you'll find us there. Just type in the whatnots, and you'll see all of our shows. They're all right there that you can enjoy. We also have a Patreon account, so we would be very honored if you check that as well. We have a $1 tier that gets you all of our episodes early. You get them before anybody else. I mean, who doesn't love getting things before other people? Isn't that great? It only costs you $1. If you did that, that'd be super awesome. But if you want all of our exclusive content, that's our $3 tier. For $3, you get all of our exclusive content, everything we've ever done for exclusive content. It's all yours. It's all inclusive. And it's all exclusive at $3 just for you to enjoy. So shout out to Sam, who's been supporting us for a long time. You're super kick-ass. And your support over the years has meant the world to us. And we are very thankful for it so much. Thank you to Greg Miller as well, who also supports us on Patreon. You both mean a lot, and it means the world. Also, do you like watching Twitch? Do you like watching live streams and just chilling and hanging out and having a good time? Well, we actually have a Twitch channel as well. Twitch.tv slash The Whatnots. We stream every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, The Captain's Log. A really nice, chill podcast that you can just sit back, relax, hang out, and we just talk about fun, silly topics. And you can enjoy that, like I said, every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. We also stream on Sundays. That's more of a gaming stream. So check us out on Sundays as well, depending on whoever's playing or whatever game they are currently playing. Check that out. But if you have Amazon Prime, did you know you actually have a free Twitch Prime subscription? You can actually subscribe to a Twitch channel once a month for absolutely free. You can give us Amazon's money. I mean, Amazon has so much money already. Don't you want to just make them give their money away to somebody else for free? Well, if you did, we would be incredibly honored if you gave us, the whatnots, your subscription. Wow, my brain kind of failed there for a minute. That's okay. It's all right. But yes, 
doing any of these, liking, sharing, subscribing, checking us out, leaving a review on a podcast service, all of it means a lot. It helps us out so much. And it's support like that that allows us to make bigger and better content for you. So back to the show and enjoy. And we're back. Wow, that was fast. (laughs) Here we are. We are fast that, indeed. That pitch, uh, so that pitch we, was solid. We were going to do some news stories in here, but I think for the sake of time, we might skip those. Uh, we were g- going to mention the the Division Heart Land and stuff like that, which I am excited for. I can't wait to see what it is, right? Yeah, exactly. You know you want it. Ignacio, can I toss it to you then? Sure. Now, uh, before that, Kyle, I'm assuming that for the housekeeping, you mentioned our review for I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. I want to take the opportunity to, Greg, I want to pitch you, I want to eat your pancreas. I don't remember, did no. you end up watching Your Name or no? Uh, yeah, no, I watched Your Name a long time okay. ago. Yeah, no, it is in the same style. I, I know the name I Want to Eat Your Pancreas is weird, but it is the same style of movie. And I know okay. you probably like it, Jen will probably like it, and I'm sure both of you What's will the name end up crying. I want to eat your pancreas. Okay. I thought that's really? what it was, but that's, you know, it sounds crazy. <laughs> I know. I know it sounds crazy, but it is the same type style of movie as your name. Okay. And if your heart is not of stone, like Kyle over here, you'll probably cry <laughs> oh, multiple God. times. <laughs> is it streaming it, somewhere? I it ruined for me. Uh, Kyle, do you know? Um, oh, I, I, probably Amazon. I don't, I don't remember. I, Apple, I yeah. think, has it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty okay. sure Apple cool. Uh, but yeah, on to my question. Uh, I know we've talked about fun stuff already, but let's time to make it a bit serious right now. Okay. So, of course, uh, great. I think eight years ago you had your cancer, right? God. Uh, no, yeah, this fall it will be, what, it's 2020, so nine years, nine years. Wow. 2012. Yeah, so the reason I, I wanted to talk about it was because I've, Four years ago, I also had to go through cancer and all that. Sure. And so I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions for that. Like, the first one would be if nine years later, do you still feel the presence of your cancer or is it still something on your mind? Or Great it... question. Uh, so yes and no. It is rare, I think, that I think about it. I think it's more that I'll often catch a glimpse of something that reminds me of it. Whereas, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, God, I, well, I'm so gray now, but yeah. it's what this side, right? Where I have the white patch. Isn't there a patch of yeah. hair yeah, right yeah, here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like the, the patch of hair or this is a permanent bruise from where they found out I was allergic to bleomycin. Dang. Like it's little things like that, that I'll look at and be like, Oh yeah, that happened. Or, you know, with, um, covid uh getting the vaccine you know what i mean like are you allergic to any medications i always have to check yes now and then they're like what and i'm like oh bleomycin it's a chemotherapy drug you're probably not going to give it to me but i need to tell you and then we walk through all the things that go wrong when i have bleomycin and uh you know in covid land you know usually it's a wait here for 15 minutes i get pulled aside to a very special section where they say wait here for 30 minutes here's your nurse practitioner what? who if anything goes wrong oh. will run in and take care of you or whatever oh, um yeah and then, you know, I talked about it recently on the Kind of Funny podcast, like the journey to have a child. Like it was that thing of, I think that's been the most dramatic reminder in recent time where, you know, to get back the test results for my sperm and find out that, no, uh, you know, chemotherapy greatly damaged me and like really, really, you know, uh, catastrophically uh, took down my sperm count. Like to 
have that fear confirmed, right? Uh, like devastated me. Like I, you know, I talk about the podcast. I like cried when I got the news, but I was with Jen and it wasn't until I was taking trash down to, uh, in our building and then riding back up the elevator that I broke down where I like sobbed in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't again, the, Oh my God, I can't have children or, Oh my God, it's gonna be hard to have children. Cause we did end up naturally conceiving. Thank goodness. Or not thank goodness, but you know, not uh, good news, I guess. Uh, but it was more yeah, the, it, what, I, what devastated me was, what you're asking of like, holy shit, this is nine years later and this is still reverberating through my life and catching me when I was totally forgetful of it in so many different ways, right? So I think there's that whole level to it, but I'd like to think that underneath the constant thought of it is the, you know, constant relief and understanding how special it is to be here, understanding more than anything, I think how uh, uh, special it is to be here healthy. That's something you, you know, until it's gone, you don't realize you have. And then to get on the other side of it and, you know, understand what it's like to be able to do whatever, you know what I mean? To, you know, not have to worry about when I'm, if I'm going to have a drink, when am I having a drink and how it'll make me feel, not worry about not being able to move as fast as I wanted to or do whatever I wanted to do before. Like to get on the other side of that's a different thing that gives you that clarity. But then also, you know, I always talk about gives me the fear, like, you know what I mean? Like, my greatest strength coming into my battle with cancer was my naivete about it. Right. Uh, of not knowing what I was about to get into. Whereas now if by tomorrow I found out like, you know, that I have cancer again and I have to go through it all again. Like I know what that's like. And that is like, that's, that's a hard struggle to sit at the bottom of the mountain and be like, I got to climb this again. And yeah. I, you know, if I had yeah. to, I, obviously I'll have, to, I'll do it one day, but like, yeah. that is the biggest fear of like, you know, I still do it all the time where if there's a, a, a a pain or a bump or whatever, even if I, I do it. Uh, one of my first symptoms was a, 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 a lymph node that had grown over my collarbone. Like so you'll see me on podcasts all the time, like scratch something and then do this quick check. I'm like, wait, is that normal? Is yeah. that what that should be? You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. But so yeah, it's like, it's a weird mix of yes, I think about it all the time. And also no, I never think about it, but there's always currents to it or, that are part of my life. Yeah. Makes sense. I, I get you. I'm similarly there with you. I mean, to, to your point of, of kind of like the fear of it. Yeah. I so my cancer was different. Luckily for me, it just it was only on my leg and it stayed on my leg there. But it also meant that I had to get surgery for it. I I was in the hospital for like a week later after that. Oh wow. And so even though I didn't have chemo, I didn't have to go through that. My leg still fucked in a way where Oh I sure. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. You, know, you dodged a bullet or something, right? You yeah, have no, your own it, struggle, your own battle. It frequently hurts and it has reduced movement and so yeah and, and also one of my fears is that uh, just like you when i got there i was like in my naivete where i just i usually when i come to moments where, where i have to do something even though it's like something painful or surgery or whatever i just yeah. go through it because it's something i had to do but so and this leads to my next question when the other day or a couple of years ago the question of surgery of making a surgery for something else came up and something that I had never felt before was that the fear of having surgery, Mm. which is something that has never happened to me before. And so my second question would be like, did something change like something for you change after your surgery that you feel that hasn't come back? I know that at some point you mentioned how your mood might be different or how you can't get, get, irritated easier easier than before and so do you yeah. think that something has changed yeah i do you know what i mean i talked about it a lot of you know going through chemo having that 
light switch of going from totally fine to hating everything and or something's wrong or I'm angry or you know just this is fuck everything blah, blah, blah. and I don't think I ever lost that and it's it's impossible to say because again going into it I wasn't told to look out for it so I don't I can't remember what my life and who I was like <laughs> before it right you know what I mean because you don't think about it till you're way on the other side of it but I still feel like yeah I can I can flip my emotions seem like they can flip way quicker than they could before and it will still be that like and granted, maybe it's the life I lead and the, as much as I take on, but it is still tiddlywinks of little things getting dropped on and literally the straw that breaks the camel's back where I'm fucking mad that I got to do this thing and yada, yada, yada. And like, I'm always, oh God, one chore leads to another where, you know, I want to wash the dishes, but there's trash. So I go to put it in the trash, but the trash is full. So I take the trash out, but the trash is, gotta, you know, I mean, it's like, da, 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 I spill something and I got to do the paper towels and I still haven't even done the dishes kind of thing. Like, that's also just life. So it's hard to say. Like I do, but yeah. I do think that it changed the chemical makeup or at least how my, how I, you know, uh, uh, on a biological level, how I process emotions and do things like that. Uh, and, but I'm aware of it. And so like, there's plenty of times I catch myself and like, I try to calm myself down or tell myself like, it's cool. We can't, we're not going to do that right now. Or I apologize to Jen all the time. You know what I mean? For being in a bad mood and you know, a million other things. And it's always the short end of the stick for her. And this is, you know, the, uh, privacy, I guess. And the intimacy of a relationship, right. Of, you know, for you guys, I get to come on camera and, and I don't mean like right now, I mean people watching in general, but yeah, in, yeah. you guys too, where I get to come on and I'm super stoked to be here and I'm having a great time. And I would always talk about it, right. Of like, bam, for an hour and a half, right. I am dialed into this. This is what I get to focus on, which means all the bullshit, the emails and the to do's and the fuck my taxes, like all the stuff that like I need to do as an adult, I don't have to worry about right now, which is great. And so you get that best moment. But when you come off this, right, like there's that energy that's up here as I do a show and then it comes down to a normal level, but then often slips below the normal level of energy yeah. because now I'm mm -hmm. tired from doing the show and I got to do this and I got to do that. And Andy needs this. And, you know, and like, so you get up fucking there and it's Andy. like, fucking Andy, fucking the worst, Andy. you know what I mean? But you get up there and you, you know, like I have to remind myself like, well, this isn't fair to her. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be this person to her. I want to be who I want to be. So it's like, it's a constant balancing act. But again, I think that goes for everybody, but I think it's just, we live in extremes here in terms of how my job is. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. Since I have you here, I'd like to thank you for so many years of yeah. just constant joy. I mean, even daily. I mean, what do you know when Up at Noon started? Like episode one. Yeah. You know, oh, geez. It when, was 20, it was be? 2012, January 2012. So like January. It was one of the things we came back. So, so it was like January 4th, January 7th, somewhere out there. Okay. So almost 10 years this January, I would have, I would be wow. watching you weekly. Since up at noon, and then since kind of That's funny awesome. daily. And thank you for so many years of joy that you brought me. And to the point of cancer, I still one of the episodes of the morning show that I go back to was when I was after surgery, I was still in hospital on bed. I sent out a tip to the show saying that I had just gone through it, and you were on the show and you gave me words of encouragement. And that's one of the episodes that I keep going back to. That's when to leave myself up. That's fantastic. And I mean, of course, Ignacio, first off, congrats on still being around. I'm glad you got this taken <laughs> care of and I'm glad you went in and did everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, thank you for your support. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, everybody knows Ignacio. Like, <laughs> you write into everything, you're on everything. Like, it's, is, I mean, you're a fantastic. You're, a, I mean, Gino could learn a lot from how to support kind of funny, know. Like, you know, from you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, also, yeah. I Google, I'm sorry, I Google the January 31st, 2012 was the first episode. Of Can I? I wrote it down because it was 10 years. So, 
I'll bounce off of Ignacio there. Um, I, I don't know why you still continue to attack me, Greg. I thought we squashed a, <laughs> I thought we these unprovoked <laughs> attacks. <laughs> but I, I guess to, to bounce off of Ignacio, I, I have been watching you as well since up at noon. And that I've I've always been, I guess, lurking until this past year where I realized. Yeah. Um, or when I just thought to myself, I want to. I want to make friends, like-minded friends in this community. And uh, that's when it just, you know, it, it's so interesting how in this community you can, you can really make lifelong friends. I, I've made, you know, you know, you know, Matt Batson and, and yeah. then, you know, Simply Sassy Crew, other people in, in the community as well and, and, and the whatnots here. Um, things that I never thought I would be doing, I, I'm doing because of the inspiration that you put out there, Greg. And, uh, that's, uh, I, I, I thank you so much for all of that. And, uh, I, I wanna, I, the one, the part where the one thing that I remember when I, when I thought to myself, I'm going to follow Greg for the rest of his life was when you left IGN. What a creep, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be behind him. standing behind this him. This man is much. never going to get rid of me. <laughs> where, um, where you you left IGN and you um, cried so much on that goodbye video, and I was like, "Wow, this is so emotional. This is so, he's so passionate about what he's doing," and I it it like it I guess it extended it to me, where I was like, "I want to see what he does," and just it's only up from from where when you left. It's only it's been only yeah, up, crazy. you know, and. And it's it's amazing yeah. to see, and then it's amazing to even you know uh, you're insulting me every few every every few days and stuff like that. But it's nice to be a part of that. You know, what I mean? it's nice totally. to yeah, I know, yeah, I know, because you're in on the joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like no, that's my you know. First off, thank you, and of course, thank you for the years of support as well, and thanks for following the journey that way. But more importantly, thank you for you know listening to the message and you know letting it get to you in a way that you wanted to come out and you wanted to work with these guys that you wanted to be more vocal you wanted to go do stuff like you know it could all go away tomorrow and i think the thing i'd be the most proud of in terms of my career isn't you know the, the uncharted review or the game award or whatever it would be the fact that i've had a small part in getting people to get out of their shells and go make new friends and go mm -hmm. make their own things and also like really embrace the idea that they can go be creative and you know it doesn't have to be a full-blown thing like what we did and what i did of like i'm gonna do this as my career like the amount of, you know, I, I forget, it's a Reddit threat meme, but it's probably a TikTok meme, right? Of just like, you know, the way our generation, and you know, you're younger than me, but our generation <laughs> hangs out, right, is the idea you start a podcast. And it's just because, yeah. like, there is something intoxicating about it of, like, creating something and putting it out there and feeling creative, you know what I mean? Whereas I think yeah. you would have thought about being creative growing up for me personally, and it would have been making music. It would have been, do, you know, doing art. It would have been, you know, performing or somewhere. And like the idea of even just what your headline's going to be and what are your stories going to be? Like there's an art to all this and it's fun just to do it, even if it means it's never going to, you know, blow up and you're going to be on, you know, a yeah. WNYC or something. Yeah, absolutely. Greg, um, uh, we're going to wrap, wrap things up with this question uh, to piggyback, to piggyback on that. Um, what advice would you g give to creators who might be new at podcasting or stuff like that to help them find their own voice? Sure. Uh, I mean, there's a couple different things. Obviously, the one I always give, right, is do it. 
Like, I think it, th sure, it's yeah. so simple to, and that's what always happens to me at meet and greets where people come up like, oh man, me and my friend have been thinking about starting a podcast. And I'm like, I was like, oh cool. W what is it called? Where is it? Oh, well we haven't yet. Like he's going to get a new microphone. I'm waiting on some, and I'm always like, you got to go. You got an iPhone in your Start pocket now. right now. Yeah. You got, yeah, you got an iPhone in your pocket, gather on your, and this is when pre-COVID, gather on your kitchen table and talk into it. And the rest happens over time. Because what I always go back to, and I talk about very personally uh, from my own experience, right, is like, you will suck at podcasting. Podcasting is not easy. It seems easy to have a conversation with people. And for some people it is, but I could absolutely vouch for, for, for dude, that. Dude, like go back and listen to my first game scoops. My first IGN is uh, AFKs. Like they are awful. Because it's and why? Because I'm sitting there first off, like I can hear I can hear everything in my headphones. That's weird. Am I breathing on the microphone? Okay. They're in the middle of a point. When can I interject? What is the thing? Blah, 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 blah. Like you can sit down with your best friend of, you know, your entire life and do a podcast and it will get in your heads about what you're doing and how you're doing and who's leading and where's the conversation and where you're like, you got to go out there and you got to swing the bat a bunch. Like this is a muscle and mm -hmm. it, you know, it isn't something that happens overnight. Like it is years and years of practice. And so if you want to do this or you're already doing this, you got to power through it. You got to understand you're putting out garbage to begin with. You got to understand the returns are going to be infinitesimal, right? Like you are not going to start a podcast and then have, 50 viewers and 50 downloads the next day. Like it takes time to build something and get out there. And it's Absolutely. all about understanding that and then figuring out why you're doing it. If you're doing it for a quick buck, if you're doing it for fame, if you're doing it for all the wrong reasons, like you're not going to last and it's not going to happen for you. If you're doing it because you want to make something and put something out into the world and you believe in it, you're going to find other people who believe in it. And that's always the thing about it. So like, I think the biggest thing is to start doing it and then look at what you're enjoying the most out of it and pivot on that. Like you see it to this day. Sure. I, you know, I think right now I, I talked about it. I've done a lot of guest appearances, which is rare for me, but I've, I've yeah. been doing guest appearances in like the past couple of weeks. So I can't remember if it was on our stuff or not, but like the last episode of PS, I love you. XOXO isn't the first great blessing Greg episode, but it's one, the first one where I've been in the middle of it and been like, Oh fuck, we're crushing this right now. And that is what episode that was episode 68 at 69 this week where it's like, nice. That, is how long it takes for two professional podcasters, right? And granted, you know, Blessing had been doing it part-time, but then this is his job now. But two people to get in there and find that rhythm. And that's been the entire way. I remember distinctly, I was talking about it, you know, for Beyond, which is a podcast I co-founded. You know, we people changed so much coming throughout the years of Beyond in terms of casting. And when Roper got laid off at IGN and I became lead on the PlayStation uh, Beat and then also the podcast Beyond, and podcast beyond cemented itself as me, Clements, and Colin. Like I remember mm. that, and I say I remember as I squint to remember that was in the early one so hundreds. That well, yeah, for sure. I don't remember the year, but that was in the early one hundred episodes, uh, like episode one hundred one. Right, we'll yeah. say Roper one hundred seven. Roper gets uh, let go, and I remember it wasn't until podcast beyond episode one hundred fifty where I unveiled the Beyond logo and I gave them Beyond shirts that I felt like we had a thing. Like this is we have a rhythm together. We know what each other's roles are in the podcast, and so being a little lenient with it, right? That's 50 episodes of, again, uh, keep in mind, I had done 100 episodes of podcast beyond oh, at yeah. that point, but oh, you yeah. change the ingredients and you have to, and you change the roles of it and you have to figure it out. And so like for me and blessing right now at episode 69 next or this week, like the last, it is of like, what bits work? What bits don't? Why are we holding ourselves to feel like we have to get all this in? Like, let's shorten the run of show and just have it be tots you know playstation updates and then a hodgepodge of whatever we get to like we can talk to each other about anything we always have been but we are trying to shoehorn things in that i think got in the way of what the show is yeah cool so i guess the the, the ongoing advice is that it's a learning process for everybody and you just got to pivot and yeah. see what feels right to you
Yeah, absolutely. Greg, where can the people find you on the internet? Everybody can keep up with me over at youtube.com slash kind of funny games where I make all sorts of video game podcasts. Of course, you can get those podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a million other places by searching Kind of Funny. And thank you for all the support, no matter where you get the shows. Absolutely. And Gino, where can they f- f- find you explaining Final Fantasy fourteen into uh, the void? Uh, speaking of Final Fantasy and speaking of Blessing, uh, he was interested in trying it, Greg, so make sure he tries it as well. Just He's always, We're always looking for stuff to play that. together. You know what I mean? Like That's the thing. So, the yeah, game. We can... That's the perfect game to do it. Uh, you guys can find me over on Twitter at Gino underscore Viteri and on Twitch, where I actually will be reacting to the Final Fantasy Fan Fest this Friday that's going on. Are that's, you expecting big things for Final Fantasy fourteen? Oh, yeah, that's the new expansion that's coming out, Greg. New expansion. So that's my E3 for this year. Uh, I will be reacting to it on twitch.tv slash Gino V-I-I. There you go. There we go. And Alan, where can they find you? You can find me at twitch.tv slash AzurePKK, where I like to play games, and maybe sometimes I'm playing PlayStation games to collect trophies. I love hanging out other people's streams and chatting and making friends, so you can find me other people's streams or hang out in mine, and let's just have a good time talking about games or cracking jokes. There you go. And Ignacio, where can they find you? Well, the people, <clears throat> Greg, can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. Is that remote? Can... Ooh, look at that. It's downloaded. It's downloaded. It's all set to go. We'll see about that. There we go, dude. <laughs> there we go. He's done it. But then there again, if go. Greg didn't catch it, it's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. Greg, I've seen the people that you follow. Come on, man. It's been. Now gonna be ten. I need to cl- see. I need to clean up. I need to clean up the follows there too. There's just too many people. Hire people for that. Let's oh, hire yeah. some well, people. Worry. For that, yeah. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You're I've not following. You follow. You're not you following have, me, so that's more. okay. Yeah. Man, what time is it? I gotta go. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> one day, for, that's one of my you... life goals. One day. <laughs> if 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 you guys want to stay up to date with me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys will, we're going to stay up to date with all of the shows that we do here at the Whatnots. We are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So go like, share, subscribe, and do all of that stuff. You guys know the deal. And with that, this, this has been, I think, number 71 of Crossplay. 69. So. 69. We agree that that is 69. We'll, we'll change it to 69. We're we'll trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, guys. Thanks. Bye. See you guys. Thank you Bye. always.